<laughs> What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful. It's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Tonight's brew is from Red Light, Red Light. We got a new one for you kids. Uh, it's the, the barley wine. It's just the barley just, wine. No, See not that? the. Just, well, lose, barley wine. Hey, lose the the. It's cleaner. It's cleaner. Barley wine. And Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? We got some uh, some controversy in one of your favorite film series. It's true. Uh, I feel like I need to... We're talking about it off pod, but I need to go back and rewatch the whole series. I think you should. Scream. Yeah. And the actors uh, are... are uh, you know, One of them took a stance, and then uh, we're kind of seeing what happens in the Hollywood machine when somebody takes a stance... And uh, maybe maybe not going over so well. Yeah, no. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that. What else we got? Uh, we have your turkey tails. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the turkey tails. Marco had a friendsgiving. When, once you guys hear this, it'll be post Thanksgiving. But you know, yeah, we want to share a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay? It's like, it's like he's sounding an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> And then last but not least, we got to talk about Big Uncle Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Who threw the internet into a tizzy, mm, mm. created all sorts of controversy yeah. just to come back. And, and I mean, I couldn't tell you how deflated I was when, when I found out that it was not even. I'm surprised that you bought it. Genuinely. No, 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 no. I didn't buy it. See, here's, you know what? We'll get into okay, it and okay, I'll tell you okay. what I thought. Okay. All, right? All right. But before we can do any of that, we got to get into these brewskis. So let's crack these bitches open. Have ourselves a good time. This is episode 408 of the One Beer In Podcast. Yeah. Love. There you go. Just don't pause the recording. Yeah. 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 All right. Clink it up. And then drink it up. Ooh. Ah. Mm. Barley. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. We're going to obviously wait until the end for that. We're going to drink it, though. That's for damn sure. All four cans. Uh, yeah. May I? All right. Please do. Okay. May I get into the cold read? Tell please. the people what we're drinking tonight. I just get so excited because there's rarely a cold read nowadays. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are doing out there, you brewers. You're f- fucking up. You canners. Uh, you designers. You can designers. Could, di- you could, could designers. Can designers. Uh, put some more cold reads in your cans, please. Please. Give me something to do here. Uh, as Marco said, this is the red light, red light barley wine. And the cold read goes as follows. For our first barley wine style ale, we chose to use malt from our friends at Riverbend Malt House in North Carolina and pair them with classic East Kent Goldings hops from the UK. <laughs> Excuse me. It's already working. Mm-hmm. Uh, fermented in an oak f- f- fooder. There you go. Yeah, thank you. 
an oak fooder uh, with an expressive English ale yeast, bless you, uh, for a timeless flavor. Drink now or save for down the road. Comes in at 9.9% 9, 9 9 9 ABV, <laughs> if you can't tell. Uh, and can in a 16-ounce can for ya. There you go. Label art by Ghost Mountain. Ghost um, Mountain. I probably won't put his put his at on the thing, but we can put his at in the post because I'll just I'm probably gonna forget the sure. yeah, yeah. in the video. You know, if you guys aren't watching the video, then you won't see it. It's at G. I'm not even gonna do it because he he does the thing where you like take the um, vowels out. Oh, okay, I see. So it's like G H S T underscore M T M N maybe Mountain or M T N. We'll look it up. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post you. Don't worry, yeah, we'll yeah, post you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I heard you had some turkey troubles, my friend. <laughs> turkey troubles. It was a, it was a turkey. It was a turkey uh, 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 journey. A uh, 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 to journey. Sur- to journey. Yeah. The coming of age turkey. That's mm. right. <laughs> <It was> a- <laughs> you know, it really was. Yeah. I feel like. I, this is your first turkey, right? First turkey. Yeah. First turkey. And uh, it wasn't just a turkey for family. It was turkey for a Friendsgiving. So yeah. it was turkey for a lot of people. Like sure. This, this sure. went from, this went from like, um, like a couple people. Yeah. And, uh, to to ballooning to like this is not you know, the set is 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 currently my townhouse and it's not a very big living room space. It's a nice space. I'm not complaining by yeah. any means. Comfortable. Not big for a party of thirty thirty five. In, in, in this in this small I have spot. to picture people like kind of being pressed into the outside too. Yeah, right? we were spilling out into the patio. The patio area, Everybody yeah. was kind of congregating around here. Yeah. So yeah. that was the other thing is like the kitchen the kitchen was right here, it spills into the living room mm-hmm. and like I was still working on it and yeah, people were like yeah. coming in and out and I really, really wanted to be like, I need everyone to get the sure. fuck out and of the And of course the, the fridge is right next to the oven. Right. So it's like people are coming in for drinks, I'm sure, yeah. in and out. Well, in and, and we out. set up a table right there in the kitchen Ooh. so people could get dr- more drinks. So we yeah. have like coolers and different yeah, like yeah, yeah. accouchements. And we have this big Tough. island right here that mm-hmm. leads from the kitchen into the rest of the living space. Yeah, and That's where everything, so, so yeah. That people, had to be like a stage for you. People just staring yeah, into just, the kitchen. Yeah, it was like one of those open kitchens yeah. where people could just watch me work. Wow, and it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Can imagine. I'll tell you that. I'll give you the. I'll give you like a, a an abridged version of of the turkey journey, the okay. journey. So we planned this friendsgiving, and immediately it was like, all right, what what are we gonna do? The turk and jerk. The 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 what? The turk and jerk. The turk and jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then the, the immediate question was, what are we going to do about food? How are we going to do this? We're going to do like a BYOB thing. Obviously, it's a pseudo potluck kind of. Friendsgivings are always just basically a potluck. Usually, yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's our house. Mm-hmm. And I'm the cook of the house. Okay. And yeah. I wouldn't allow anybody else to bring a turkey. That, to mm-hmm. me, is a travesty, a crime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would bring uh, 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 indignity upon my family name. If I let someone else bring a turkey, bring a turkey into your own home, yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't do that. The the turkey is like the anchor of the meal, right? You know? you know, and that's you know what's funny about that turkey sucks. It's not good. It's terrible. It's not good. I mean, it's fine as like a uh, like a, a cold cut. I don't um, even like it as a cold cut. I'll be honest with you. I, I will say I prefer chicken every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have an option, I'm One going chicken a hundred percent of the time. I think that 
we got to stop. It's 2023. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We can we can all just be okay with saying that turkey's not good and it doesn't need to be the main course of no. Thanksgiving. It I know that it's uh uh um tradition. Tradition, thank yeah. you. But traditions change. Sure. People yeah. change, yeah. tastes change. Yeah. We're different now. We're not you know, we don't have to do this. You know? I just yeah. every year we make a big ass turkey. It's dry and terrible. <laughs> and you know what I do? If, especially when I go to my parents' place, because yeah. every time we go uh, go to my parents' place, there's always just the sides are are, are where it's at. The sides course, are the show. Of course, every time. You know, every time. Yeah. And so I've got a plate full of sides. I've got like a couple of pieces of ham. Yeah. And then I've got like uh, <laughs> a smattering a, a, yeah. <laughs> of of turkey, just to say that I had some turkey. You have because you know my daddy. You know, and now you I know. know. You know, yeah. You yeah. know, you know the trauma involved with making a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. So I feel like it is, it, in a way, maybe that that is truly the purpose of the turkey. Is it's a sacrifice for everyone involved, right? Yeah. It's like you know the person has to, you know, put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. Hopefully not literally. Yeah. And the people eating it don't really like it that much. Right. But it, it's like it's symbolic of Thanksgiving itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you, you work hard for the people you love mm-hmm. and you also accept the people you love. Right. And you show appreciation even if things aren't perfect. Yeah. So I think the turkey is actually the perfect, the perfect part to represent mm. Thanksgiving as a whole. Mm. I've turned around on this. Yeah, I know. And when you put it like that. I've turned around. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. But I think I think that that comes with the knowledge and the uh, the acknowledgement that turkey sucks. Yeah. You know, you yeah. have to know that it sucks. Yeah. In order to make that make sense. Right. Because if you're just pretending, you know. Right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody needs to pretend anymore. Let's no, just Let's just no, put it that way. Let's no. all just stop pretending like we're looking forward. <laughs> Excuse me. Like we're looking forward to turkey. No sure. one's looking forward to a to turkey. No, no. But <clears throat> bearing all that in mind, I volunteered to do it because I was like, if you we're have gonna, to. If we're gonna host, you I have to. to make the turkey. We have to. People have to come into a, tur- a turkey. I would have it no other way myself. Yeah. Right. I get it. I get it. So at that point, <clears throat> started the. Okay, how can I make this turkey different? Because I myself don't like turkey. I've never liked turkey. Mm. And so I don't know anything about turkey because yep. I've never made one and I don't like it. So sure, I don't sure. know how to zhuzh it up other than, you know, Publix Cajun turkey. And then, boom, that was the that was the genesis of, there you oh, go. there you go. <clears throat> make a Cajun style turkey. Mm-hmm. Find this recipe online. Uh, Tony's recipes dot com. T-O-N-I recipes dot com. Mm. She she posts all these. I don't know how how many of them are free. I'm not going to speak on that, but I know that this one was. I was able to come back to it over and over. So it wasn't one sure. of those things where like, you know, these fucking websites. Are it happened to me recently with the uh, New York Times. Yeah. And you're like, you're reading an article and it then it's a- like, that's enough for today, boo-boo. <laughs> you're the- done. Well, let me tell you. Quick, quick aside. <laughs> Good. It's when I was making my, my pizza crust for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do my, my aged, uh, aged uh, cold fermented pizza crust. Yeah. And I found the perfect recipe. I think it was based on uh, Roberta's from New York City. Yeah. A pizza I've had personally, and I, I love. Uh, and I, I, you know, I got all the ingredients, and then I went back on the website, and I immediately saw subscribe, dude. And I'm like, 
is this like an optional thing where like they hide the X really tiny? Yeah. No. You got to subscribe no, real to deal. see the recipe again. See, and my thing is like, <sighs> let me finish the article. Sure. Give if, me the article. Yeah, give me the just one give article. Me the article. Please, just give me the one article. Because all that's going to do is make me angry and make me. I'm definitely not subscribing if you take away the thing that's that I exactly, was currently reading. That is 100% what happened to me. Because honestly, seeing that article, seeing how well it was written, seeing how easy it was to access and like. It wasn't like one of those like blog recipes where you have to like scroll ten pages down. Yeah, they have to tell you about their family history. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't that. It was trauma. It, they, they had a video at the top that shows exactly how to do it, Ooh. and and a guy explaining it. Uh, a quick blurb about Roberta's and the pizza recipe, and then underneath ingredients and the recipe. Right. And the That's instructions. It That's it. Simple. It's perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. And then, and here's what they took from us. Look at what they've taken. Unbelievable! I thought the internet was supposed to be free. That's. I mean, that was that was the deal. That was the vision. That wasn't was the it? agreement. Yeah. The internet is free. Yeah. What happened? I. You know. What happened? <clears throat> what happened? I get that we're at this place where print media is basically dead. Oh yeah, it's gone. And uh, my parents still get the uh, Sunday newspaper though. No shit. Yeah. I didn't even know they still made it. Mm hmm. Andre three thousand. Oh, I guess we didn't really talk about the Three Stacks album, did we? No, we didn't. We, we planned on it. it, but we didn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll fold it into Snoop, maybe. Yeah. Well, the Three three Stacks was on the cover of GQ. Yeah. And it was their first ever digital, um, like, interactive, or, or I shouldn't say interactive, because it's not like I, you could interact with it, but um, digital video cover story. So he's on the cover of the actual magazine, but then like that's where all those clips are coming from, where yeah. everybody keeps reposting the stuff that he's been saying in these interviews. It's been the GQ yeah. cover story. I saw the video actually. Yeah, they did the the, uh, the interview on YouTube. So <clears throat> I get that that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. Well, that's where we're at, not going. Yeah, that's where it is. But I think I don't know, man. I know I, I, I'm I'm torn because I'm like. Like you know, okay. Let's say you went to the gas station, and you you found the New York Times, and they had that article in the actual magazine. Yeah. What's stopping you from picking that up, committing it to memory, and then just going home without purchasing it? Or taking a picture. Right. I mean, I guess technically, I could have screen capped it. Yeah, I guess you could. have. It's kind of the same thing. Without, yeah, but and that's the thing. At least just give me some. Some of these magazines they give you the warning. They're like, here's a free one. You got five more free ones, and then you got to subscribe. Yeah, that's, that's like the way that's to like do what it. the Orlando Sentinel does. At least, yeah, it's like you have three <laughs> articles to read. I think it's fucked up that the newspaper that the newspaper yeah is charging people. Oh. I don't know. Maybe that should be like subsidized by the government. It's news. There's well, that's tough. That's tough because once. Once there's a news, an official news source from the government, people immediately stop trusting it. That's right. Yeah, you know what? So, wow. I, I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did. It's I tough. did. It's I tough. did say that. I mean, state-run media well, <laughs> just was like, you know what? The government <laughs> should run this whole thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> they do great at running stuff. <laughs> Never uh, mind. Forget I said well, all no, of that. No, no. I, I get what you're saying though, because at least like, at least like in the UK, there's BBC. Right. Yeah. And it's like, that's technically state run, but, or government run, but it's, you know, it, it's generally respected. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's issues with it. People have a lot of issues with it, but, you know, it, it's not looked at as just this, this completely untrustworthy media source. Yeah. 
So if we had something like that in the U.S., you know, maybe it would be all right. But given the times, I don't think anyone wants that. Right no, now. not anymore. No, absolutely it would have not. to be something that was well established, and even then, it would be at this point where where we no. are with that kind of stuff. Everyone's far far too cynical for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're way too far gone on a lot yeah, of issues. For sure. For sure. Anyway, uh, so Tony's recipes is where I got this Cajun turkey recipe. And it's pretty simple. You just make this compound butter mm, with all these mm, herbs and spices. Mm, mm. You slather that fucking bird up. As you should. And then you just put it in the oven. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, there's a couple of other things that you got to do. But none of it is, is, is all that difficult. Yeah. So... Just put that butter under the skin. You do. Yeah, mm. I did. I did. I got in there, doggy. Yeah. I got yeah. in there. Yeah. It made me uncomfortable. Talk to me, baby. Dog, I've not, I've never dressed down a bird that big. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's. Stick your hand in that nasty. vessel. Oh, and you get all up You in get there. the giblets out. <laughs> you know, Butterball does this thing where they, they, they do that for you. They, they, mm. uh, they do, they take it all out and then mm. they put it back in there. In like a little bag, so the so the gizzard was in there, and yeah. then like in this little bag was was the organs, and I was yeah. like, I don't want this. <laughs> you know what? When you were taking it out, you should have left it out. Leave it in there, yeah. I don't need it. Lottie wanted it for the dog, so we boiled it, <laughs> and then okay. and then we forgot about it, so we had to toss it anyway. Aww. So I just had to toss these nasty giblets. It was, ugh, it was gross. Didn't like it. Yeah. So some uh, people say it adds flavor, but to what? The inside? No. So what was I supposed to do? Put it back in there? Well, I've, I've seen people, and I think actually my family in the past has done this. They leave it on the outside and let like it base kind of in the Ugh. stuff. It's just so uninviting. It looks like an alien. Yeah. You ever see like the neck? Yeah. The neck and stuff that they leave in there? Yeah. The good, yeah. yeah I did, that's what, exactly what I had to take out. I don't like it. I don't like it either. No, it looks literally like Alien it's from gross. Alien. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. Nasty. The, the, the uh, chest burster. Yeah. So, I do all this. I make the compound butter, which was really fun, because uh, all these herbs and spices that I, uh, you know, chopped up, chopped up, chopped up mm-hmm. put it all together, mm-hmm. bum, 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 do the whole thing, and then and then the recipe requires like um, uh, a step where you put it in there for like forty five minutes, get it like kind of cooked up a little bit, come back with a cheesecloth dipped in the butter, mm-hmm. melted mm-hmm. butter, cheesecloth on there, cheesecloth on there, put it in there, bing, bang, boom. Yeah, it's the sheer size. And 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 uh, uh, the the size of the bird. And How many the, pounds are we talking? I mean, it was like a fifteen pound okay. turkey. Okay. Yeah. It it wasn't no like eight to twelve guy. It was it was yeah. a bi- everybody, every single person that saw it was like, that's a big turkey. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, I didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. Robin, bless his soul, mm-hmm. bless his heart. I was at work and I asked him to go grab the turkey and the ham. And and he comes back with a frozen turkey and a frozen ham. And I'm like, hey, two days, man, two days before. Two right? days before. Yeah. I'm like, hey dude, you're killing me. You're absolutely That's right at that limit. Me. That's like Yeah. <laughs> you're in crunch time. So that was the first thing that caused a lot of stress. I take it out, put it in the sink, put it in uh water, and like that actually sped up the process and everything. And we thought it out and it was fine. Put the bird in there, get it cooking and everything. But it's just again, it's the it's the magnitude of the day. Because mm-hmm. it all starts to oops, it all starts to kind of like uh you, you, it starts to come into focus of like how important this is. Yeah. Right? So I had to pop out to the store while I was gone. I called to check on it and they're like, hey, it's up to like 185. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The one thing that I didn't want. 
was to serve everybody just another dry ass turkey. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. I'm going to unalive myself if we don't (laughs) fix this. It's not that serious. It's okay. <laughs> it was that serious for a second. We are used to dry bird. That's why you get gravy and but stuff, that's right? That's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't want people to just have another dry bird and just sure, go, sure. well, that's turkey. Yeah. So I come back, I check on the bird, put it back in there. It's fine. It cooks up for another couple of hours. Now you've got everybody jumping in with their opinions. Well, it's a turkey. It's got a cook for multiple hours that's 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 the whole thing maybe you should do how long should a bird take did you you stuff it so i stuffed it with like mixed vegetables i didn't okay not not stuffing okay okay that was another thing Mm -hmm. we get to the part like so now the party now the party is full swing okay now all these people are here and i've still got maybe 20 to 30 minutes left on 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 the turkey Mm. shout out to chef our, our, our chef at, at Red Light, she showed up for the party. She came in. She was clutch. She helped me out with, like, where to place the thermometer. You know, you don't forget to baste it. Do this, that, and the other thing. So she came in super clutch. That was awesome. I take the bird out, and, like, it looks sexy as fuck. Like, it's just amazing. Like, yeah. It's got this nice golden brown mm-hmm. color to it. You know, the Cajun butter oh, yeah. had, like, this redness to it. So it just made it, oh, man. And now I'm basting it and everything. I'm basting. I'm basting. Party's... Full swing. It's like seven thirty ish. People are getting antsy. Yeah, and I can feel it. You can feel the eyes. Tension. On yeah. It's it's. Then Rob Rob comes in, alumni of the show. Yeah. He comes in and he's like, "Hey, so what's going on with the food?" <laughs> and I was like, "My first thought was to strangle him, like <laughs> yeah. like 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 uh like with Chappelle." You have was, no idea. <laughs> just yeah, just. And he and I'm like, what's I mean, I'm like, what's going on with like, what's going on with you guys? You, is everybody doing OK? I mean, I just checked on everyone. And he's like, listen, I, you know, not trying to make get you antsy or anything. But like people are they're getting hungry. Yeah. That's I'm over here. I'm basically the ambassador for the crowd. There's, there's murmurs yeah. among, amongst the crowd. And I can feel it. I know that that's happening. I yeah. know like people are watching me base. They're watching like the food not moving. And everyone's just kind of like Katie comes in. She's t- told me multiple times like, hey, I'm pregnant. I need food. <laughs> I'm like, there's chicken over there, and there's like mixed vegetables and shit. Uh, like, get the fuck out of my face. Go over there. So, finally, I, I I'm at a point where I'm like, it's this turkey, yeah, turkey, <laughs> and it's it's good. I'm like, all right, this is this is it. So I bring it over onto the island for everybody to 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 look at and enjoy mm-hmm. and everything. And then forgot all about that part. The carving of the turkey. Oh, and everyone's oh, yeah. like, "Are you gonna carve it?" And I was like, "I don't want to. <laughs> Just I'm pick so, it with your hands." Yeah, like, what do I need to? Why do I need to carve this? <sighs> so, Brad's mom, Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. Yeah, she came in. Nice super, lady. Super, super clutch. Yeah, and she helped direct me as to how to carve the turkey. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, along the bone, it's an art. It itself, dude. It's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you think like I. I even said it. I'm like, so I just chop here, and she's like, well, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do this, do this, carve it this way. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. break mm-hmm. this, here's the tendon. Yada and yada. You know, you you really you just, unless you like you know look on YouTube and study it, you only gain that knowledge from doing multiple turkeys. Right. So right. as your first turkey, that's to be expected. Yeah. Like my my dad, for instance, he swears by the electric carver. No. He loves that thing. Like he, he, I think he waits every year to use it because he uses it on any large 
meat. Yeah, you know, that's he'll funny. take it out for anything, anything <laughs> at all. It's incredible. The the automatic carver to me, I've only seen it in eighties movies. It just oh yeah, feels very. Oh, like, it, it is it is outdated. It's one sure. of those contraptions that they made. They're like, yeah. this is gonna make people's lives easier. It's just a power saw. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a a, a sawzall. It's a jigsaw. It's mm. just like <laughs> like what do I. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a anyway. Yeah. So she came in super clutch, showed me how to do it and uh and and chop it up and then and you could just see people just salivating mm, just like mm. come on dude, let's go. So I put it on a plate, serve it. All's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. And according to everybody, I'm not blowing my own spot up. It was a success. It's great. So at the end of the day, I like went out back and I, I like smoked Smoke a cigar. Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and I was just like, it was like that, that meme of uh, McConaughey when he's looking at his phone and it's just like, because <sighs> at that point I wasn't even, I, I, I told Andy, I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even hungry. Like, I'm just so stressed out. It's like the end of a bear episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting out there with my apron half yeah. on. You know, drinking water out of those big fucking yeah, deli the, things. Yeah, the wonton soup container. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and and yeah. So as people are like getting their plates, I just stayed out there because I was like so afraid of, of of it not. I didn't even taste it when I cut it. Like yeah. I just cut it up, put it on a plate, and then like walked away from it. Yeah. And um, yeah, everybody everybody was digging it, so it was great. Um, at the end of the day, I don't know if. If I'm gonna do it again, I just really I think like part of me I know that next year is gonna roll around and like my enthusiasm for yeah, cooking of course, for people is because gonna look what I'm I'm telling you right now what's gonna happen is next year's gonna roll around. Let's say you, assuming you host another Friendsgiving at your place, you're gonna feel the pressure of doing it if you're hosting. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But you're also gonna be pushed by the idea of. I've done it once before. It sucked. Mm. Now I know better. Yeah. And I'll do it better this time. I'll do it way better this time than I did last time. Yeah. And chances are you will <laughs> because I mean, you learned some stuff. Well, but not for nothing, but even like you and I talking about it off mic. Yeah. Like the spatchcocking idea. I'm like, I'm super into that. Like, Well, that's the thing is like I've, I learned that this year. Yeah. And I really was trying to push my mom to do it that way. Yeah. And she said, absolutely not. <laughs> We're doing a traditional turkey. Well, I mean, it's the presentation, but like, do you want it to taste good or not? That's, that's the, the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I, I found the more, because I, you know, look, I I love food TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a constant watcher of food TV and mm-hmm. uh, YouTube videos and, and, and chefs talking about like their style of doing these sort of traditional meals. And from what I found, most of them say to hell with the presentation as far as, like, tradition goes. Yeah. Make the best food you possibly can. Yeah. That's what mattered. The flavor, the, how it tastes. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, you, you carve it and it ends up just in slices anyway, right? That is the thing. You bring it out and everyone goes, oh, that's, that's nice. Great. And then you carve, carve the it. fuck yeah. out of it. Yeah. Just get a plastic inflatable turkey to, to bring out to people. Right. Go, Look, it's done. And then put it away and, you know, bring out the actual bird. I mean, but not for nothing. The the spatchcock looks sick as fuck too. I think you put that out on the on the, in oh, the middle beautiful. of the plate, and it's, it's like beautiful, just yeah. flattened like that, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's nice and crispy. Everything is cooked at the same temperature, you know, and everything's ready at the same time. You don't have to worry about you know putting it back in the oven. Yeah. Uh, so that was the other thing was like so many there were so many other variables because like if you're cooking 
it honestly was like the the episode of uh, the 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 Christmas episode of of the bear, the bear yeah. where his mom is just like chain smoking, <laughs> dropping stuff, screaming it with her hands, screaming at people. Yeah, yeah. I, it it didn't get nearly as bad. I'm not. Um, you didn't drive into the house. No, yeah. no, no, not this time. Mm-hmm. Not, not this time. Uh, but there were so many other variables, right? You mm. people are bringing stuff, and then you know some people walk in and they're like, "Hey, I brought this thing. It just needs to warm up for a little bit. No big deal." And I'm like, "It's a huge fucking yeah. deal. Get out of my kitchen. Yeah, what the? Get, get the away. fuck off my expo. <laughs> get away from my oven. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you need to come into my kitchen and you need to use it. What yeah, are you? No. What are you thinking? That, let me tell you guys. For as guests at any party that is involving somebody making food you know especially with with christmas coming up i know that we've missed <laughs> things uh, bless you thank you <laughs> that's a cough yeah. um but especially with christmas coming up because i know we missed thanksgiving with this episode but please do your host a favor and don't bring anything that needs to be heated up in the oven straight up don't do it it's straight a, up. it is it is more trouble than you can fathom Put it in a glass, at, at very least, put it in a, a glass, uh, 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 what's it called, oven safe container. Yeah. And put it in the microwave. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so ridiculously inconveniencing to come Awful. over and be like, hey, can I use the oven for a it's little bit? It's the worst like, thing you, are, you can are do. Are you joking? Are you joking? I would rather you not bring anything at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't, f- Yeah. Just bring drinks, set them up. You've added more stress yeah. <laughs> to an already stressful situation. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, let me let me get out of the way of my own kitchen so you can so you can warm up your fucking mashed potatoes yeah. in the oven for some right, reason. Right? No, no, no. Are you crazy? No, 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 no. no, no. You crazy? At at most, call ahead, talk to yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. your host. Say, look, this is what I was planning on bringing. Is it okay? Yeah, that's yeah. Much better. At very least. That's the least you can do to your host. Yeah. <laughs> you th- you may think you're doing them a favor by bringing something that's awesome that you love to make and making it the day before. Uh, but you may not be. So no. Be careful, please. <clears throat> so that was Friendsgiving. Mm. Cajun turkey went off without a hitch um, at the end of the day. I did not take one single picture of it. Mm. The stuffing. Let me get back to the stuffing and then that'll be the end of this. Okay. Fucking okay. Rob comes in and he's like... I'm like I didn't do a stuffing because I didn't. I mean, I, I I stuffed it with with mixed mixed vegetables, mm-hmm. and there is a bunch of other like side dishes and sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. I've never made a stuffing either. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm I'm not I'm not going to do two things for the first time. The turkey was enough. Yeah. I should have planned for the stuffing, but like I just was behind the eight ball a little bit yeah. with with everything. So I just I wasn't I just wasn't ready. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe next year. Maybe I'll do because because the because the other yeah. thing was like. Somebody brought. I think it was, I think Robin or, or Nalati brought stovetop stuffing, and I was like, yeah, yeah. "Stovetop stuffing is okay." Yeah. But if sure. I was gonna make a stuffing, I don't want to just put stuffing on the. I wanted to make a stuffing. Of I course, wanted to like really go in. Yeah. And uh, so I saw the boxes, and I just didn't really want to do them. I, I just didn't want it. Yeah. Can I can I give you an idea for next year? Please. If you do a Cajun turkey, as you did this year, uh-huh. you do another Cajun turkey. Uh, do an andouille sausage oh, stuffing. Oh, are you kidding me right now? What? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that kind of gets me excited to, like, do the fucking... That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what you, have, you have another 365 days to dream this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Or, or, you know, what I like to do is if I'm, if I'm debuting a new Thanksgiving thing, 
or or even just any kind of party food do it on either christmas or new year's right to give it a dry run yeah okay <laughs> and then it's ready for next year right. by the time you do it for right, real right, right. because right. there's less pressure on the food i think for christmas and new year yeah general unless you have like a big christmas dinner but that's not me dog <clears throat> so i made this stuffing this stovetop stuffing because yeah. rob's like oh, it's my favorite part <laughs> i'm like all right so i'll put I put this thing on the pan and the instructions on the stovetop stuffing are like boiling water yeah. margarine and the stovetop, yeah. five minutes, yeah. easy peasy. I did that, put it out there. I asked him later, and he's like, it was okay. And I was like, <laughs> I wanted to fucking rock his shit. I'm like, I didn't even want to fucking make that. Rob, what are you doing? <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even care. <laughs> I didn't want to be here. I don't even give a fuck about stuffing. And there was a couple people that were like, I Lottie's, Lottie was also like, oh, I love stuffing. Stuffing's my favorite. Fucking fuck stuffing. Fuck I, stuffing. I got to be honest with you. I'm a stuffing head. <laughs> give a fuck I about love, stuffing i love stuffing's maybe my favorite part of thanksgiving it dinner. just you just shove old bread and 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 mixed vegetables into the bird and then not the way my parents do it see but that's the thing when you okay when you have somebody who makes good stuffing yeah that's one thing yeah but you if 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 i walked into a kitchen and i saw somebody i saw boxes of stovetop stuffing yeah. i wouldn't be pressing them to make that shit no, I would be like you no. know what I'll be, I'll be now if you're in the kitchen and somebody's like really zhuzhing that shit up and they're like going in like you know what this motherfucker's about to yeah. make some stuffing well, that's the thing is like I've always grown up I've only ever known stuffing to be mixed with uh, a minced meat of some kind right so pork ground pork and ground beef usually for my family um, and it just it is like it's literally like another protein added to the, ah, the meal. Yeah, know? that's different. That's and different. It makes the turkey really because yeah. it's like, as we've said before, turkey kind of sucks. Yeah. So if you have a little bit of turkey, but then you take some of that crusty stuffing. Yeah. That is like you know this this ground beef and and pork mixture that's nice and fatty and juicy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds that yeah, that yeah, yeah. fat content to the turkey that the turkey's missing. Yeah. And What's just, so funny mm. is like how much shit we have to do to zhuzh up a turkey. That's what I'm saying. Gravy, <laughs> the stuffing, yeah. all this other bullshit yeah, around yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. When it's like we just can, we can just accept that it's not a good bird. We've we've come full circle on the turkey here, we my have. friend. Yes, we have. Yes, we yeah. have. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it was successful. Thank you. Um, I think that you, you know, it, it's obviously usually starts are rough. <laughs> yeah. So you've gotten through it. That's yeah. the good news. And you can experiment now. Yeah. You know, go crazy. And actually, uh, another another tip for you is if you want to play around, just get a get a whole chicken. <laughs> and and you you don't have to wait for a party for that. Just Oh yeah. You know, play yeah, around yeah. play around with a chicken. Uh with play around with it. Play chicken. around with it. You know, put your <laughs> hand in it. Hey, man. Rub it down, <laughs> lube it up, lube it up, warm it up. Yikes! Uh, but yeah, you know, no, that that compound butter would be great on chicken. Play Even around with the seasonings on a rotisserie. Yeah, play around with the seasonings. Play around with your temperatures. Obviously, a chicken tends to be smaller than a turkey, so you have to take that in consideration. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, technique remains the same. Right, it's, it's still a bird, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So All right, give that a shot. Maybe maybe do that for <coughs> for Christmas or New Year's or something. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, learn how to spatchcock a bird. That I would. Too. I need. I need the cleaver. Yeah. Or the or the kitchen shears, but I really want to do that. Yeah. I'm into that idea, big time. You could take a kitchen knife, slice it, and then cock cock cock. Yeah. Until it breaks open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
All right. Okay. That's kitchen corner. There you go. There you go. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll just talk about our adventures in the kitchen. Kitchen I, corner. I, I would love that. We'll just talk about <laughs> the stuff that we've been cooking. Yeah. I do really want to um, do the uh, the pepper pot for for Christmas, but oh, I have yeah. to like. It's gonna take some chores on my part, which is to say, I have to contact family members. I don't really talk to that often. <laughs> And uh, it's a sacrifice you got to make. It's a weird thing to call them up and just be like, hey, I know that we haven't spoken in like 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, do you mind giving me the recipe for this thing? You could ask someone closer to them to ask for the recipe. Yeah. Every time I ask my fucking dad, he he, he just he tells you to do it yourself. Yeah. He puts the onus on me. Or if he does ask, he'll come back and he'll be like, you know. Yeah, auntie said to do it this way, and blah, blah, blah. and he just like rattles shit off, and I'm like, that's not a recipe. To be fair, that's probably how she said it too. That is how. No, so here's <laughs> the thing: my aunt did explain to me how to make pepper pot, yeah. and that is how she yeah, said of course, it. Of course. That's, she, that's how she, it always goes. She made it seem so easy. She was like, basically, you just put everything in a pot and let it simmer <laughs> for five hours. And I was like, well, that's not. Yeah. Because yeah. you know how to make it. There's right. ab- ab- absolutely more. You are that skipping goes into over it. some important details yeah i think there's some major stuff and then when if i made it and fucked it up and then they drink and then they eat it and they're like what the fuck is this and it's like i did what you told me to do yeah yeah but did you do this and it's like you didn't say no i didn't i didn't do it so we'll see we'll see we'll come back to the table on this one yeah we'll come back to the table on this one all right okay let's uh let's switch gears switch gears a little bit switch gears but same beers same beers same beers yep 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 Let's let's get into that scream controversy. Scream controversy. Uh, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar, Scream is a uh, prolific franchise uh, in the horror genre. And um, I mean, it's been it's been uh, yeah, it's been. Thank you. We need to get we need to get the soundboard. What are yeah, we doing? I have the soundboard. <clears throat> I just haven't hooked it up. Well, that's that's your problem right there. Um, but yeah, uh, Scream, if you're not familiar, if you're a youngster or you're not much of a, a horror head as, as I am, um, it's been a big yes, deal. Man. It's been uh, a big deal since the mid nineties and always, oh, good, good call. Got our guy. Thank you so much. Biru. Biru. Biru-chan. Um, and, uh, originally started by Wes Craven. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, horror maestro himself. One of the goats. Yep. Up there with Carpenter in my eyes. Um, Won't argue with you. But it it, uh, it was known to essentially be the horror parody before horror parodies became big. Um, Not to say that it was the one that started it all, but it was the one that really, <clears throat> as far as I remember, really, I mean, really hit the nail on the head as far as like parroting... Uh, the the the, the whole genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was self reflective of the genre very much so, and I you know I I want to give it that credit honestly that that it's the first that's the first because yeah I mean I don't remember a horror movie doing that in the, in the past of of being so self referential of its own genre and being a little tongue in cheek while still holding the fear factor of a horror movie. It's yeah. not a scary movie, which obviously it, it spawned. Yeah. Um, where it's a full out comedy, but like there are funny moments and there's a lot of tongue in cheek quality to the, the film itself. Um, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's a pure satire, like scary. Satire is a better word. I, it, yeah. Parody is more scary movie Yeah, where this is a satire where it, 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 it knows what it's doing. It knows the tropes yeah. and it plays with the tropes. 
I mean, I, I'll say, I guess the I'm I'm trying to think of anything that was before Scream that did that did it to the extent. Actually, funny enough, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the new Nightmare. Yeah, it it really feels like a beta test for this concept. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Because it, it it's essentially the same idea where it's yeah. like, what if this horror movie came to life? Yeah, in, he in was, a way, he was testing that out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, I think Friday the Thirteenth, the first like two movies are not a send up of the horror genre, but definitely a reflection of what was happening at that point. excuse me in the genre Mm -hmm. and made i mean i've been like i watched like four or five of them just because i was like it was during october and i didn't bring it up because we were watching better movies so i didn't like (laughs) well most well mostly yeah Yeah. mostly yeah um and i didn't didn't bring it up because i you know it was like whatever i just something i was doing on my own time but they the people that made Friday the 13th mm-hmm. knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, like yeah. people have this idea that Friday the 13th is like this uh um like it's a bunch of it's a bunch of like uh amateur filmmakers who who were like, "Oh, we're going to do like a slasher film." Oh no. It and, was a big big studio. Yeah. that did this with the knowledge that Halloween the movie was so popular. Yeah. Everything was on purpose. Yeah, Everything yeah, was yeah. on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Even downright to the title of the movie, they, he did that because he knew it was good. It was good marketing. The guy if who I rem- came up with. If it. I remember correctly, they actually had the title before they had the plot. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they did. So they, they, yeah, <laughs> that tells you everything it's you need all, to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that that's an early version of basically acknowledging mm-hmm. the genre mm-hmm. itself and kind of doing things within the, the meta conversation of. of I'll, I'll buy that, but also I think there's a difference because that was at its, especially at its start. <clears throat> specifically done as sort of a I don't mean this in the most negative way because it ended up being you know entertaining for the most part but um, a cash grab it was yeah. done. it was done yeah. because it was popular not yeah. because they had something to say about it right uh, absolutely absolutely so, and, and and also Friday the 13th movies are not good so that most of them aren't yeah. but there are some really enjoyable ones in there they're fun yeah I think I think honestly I think Pretty much all of them are fun. Well, they're I, way more fun than Halloween. Yeah, Halloween takes yeah. itself way too seriously Halloween's most of the time. Bummer, most of the time. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that when you try to critically analyze a movie like Friday the Thirteenth, for instance, is like, oh, this one is actually a good slasher film, and I'm like, bro, there's like a handful of actual good slasher films, mm-hmm. Scream notwithstanding. There is pretty much like three or four good. <laughs> Yeah. Like 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 a movie that you go like wow that right. was this is cinema yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know most of them are kind of dog shit sure sure so Friday the Thirteenth was just you don't critically analyze Friday the the, the series you go like it, it, it's varying degrees of, of sure of bad sure bad to not as bad yeah but I mean, but they're all fun fun they're fun, fun. they're entertaining movies and some. Yeah. I would look at those movies and go, which ones are more entertaining than the other ones? Like Jason X is a horrendous movie. Sure. A horrendous movie. But it is probably the most fun oh, it's great. in the series. <laughs> it's a good time, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy fun. Yeah, yeah. Sit, get a couple people together and watch fucking Jason X, man. Now, couple that with like Halloween H2O and you're like, why'd they call it H2O? That's not even like a good... Listen, H2O is one of the better Halloween movies. That movie, it doesn't even... It has Busta Rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> it does. 
That's the, the H2O is the one where they like film in the house, right? And they're yeah, doing like some yeah. kind of that movie sucks. And it was because it was the I think 20th anniversary yeah. of Halloween. So Halloween 20. That's bad. Yeah. I hate that. Because yeah. it's like it, it it's not even you know what? We're going off. We need yeah, to we, we need to hone it. We need yeah. to hone back in. Because we're already at like 40 minutes. So let's okay. hone back in on what we're talking okay. about. Because we're not even talking about horror movies. We're talking about the actresses and their actions yeah. outside yeah. of the movies. Yeah. So. Yes, we are. Please, sir. So, within that Scream franchise, uh, they've done what they call requels, which are sequels that are in the same timeline and universe as the originals. Uh, but they've kind of rebooted in a way with new actors and a new generation to carry on the franchise moving forward. And so... Uh, jump cut to Israel Hamas. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's something we're not going to really get into. But um, the lead actress for the new franchise of, of um, Scream was very outspoken. Her name is uh, Melissa. What's her last name? That's how you pronounce that? Uh, it is. Uh, I'm so sorry, guys. Melissa Barrera, Barrera. a Mexican American woman. Um, she was outspoken about her concerns about war crimes, war crimes, genocide, genocide uh, happening in this current conflict uh-huh. in um, in Israel and and. Uh, the yeah, Gaza Strip. the Gaza Strip, and uh, that wasn't very popular uh, from Spyglass, the producer of the Scream franchise. Well, let's just let's just say this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they didn't fire her because of that, right? I mean, they did, but they had their own official reason. What was their like official reason for for firing her? Um. Unless maybe that was the official reason. That was the official reason, actually. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, let me let me pull up that article real quick. Yeah. Um, so she, this actress, um, Melissa uh, Barrera, M- Melissa Barrera, Barrera. She spoke in solidarity with the Palestinian people. Um, Essentially saying that the West has a very one-sided view of this conflict, that we're only seeing news from Israel, we're not getting anything from Palestinians, and if you have any information from Palestinians on the ground to please let her know, and she wants to research this, essentially, yeah, and that she, she said that, like, you know, there's a genocide currently happening, and no one's talking about it. Yeah. Um, and as a... Uh, Mexican-American woman. She feels like she needs to speak out against um, oppression and things of that nature. Yeah. I always find it funny when people are like, no one's talking about this. Everyone's talking about Everyone it. Everyone is talking, You're about, talking it. about it. You're talking about it. Sure, sure, sure. We're all um, talking about it. We're not talking about it from the same perspective you're talking about it from, but everyone's talking about it. Yeah. But not... not her point is people are not seeing it on mainstream media yeah but the thing is there are so many people who are already pointing that out too sure you know? yeah. no, i'm not i'm that not trying not to a, shit on her point that's I'm not, not a trying unique, to do yeah that. yeah that's not a, her her view is not unique i will yeah. i will say especially on the internet yeah you know? yeah uh okay so i i pulled up what spyglass said 
in response. Um, This is from Variety. Spyglass initially declined to comment, though a spokesperson offered a statement to Variety uh, later in the afternoon to clarify that the actor was fired because her posts were seen as anti-Semitic. What? Quote, Spyglass's stance is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide, ethnic cleansing, Holocaust distortion, or anything that flagrantly crosses the line into hate speech. Oh, I must be missing something here, because if she's just basically saying what's happening out there and the studio was like, that's anti-Semitism, I I mean, what are we talking about? Well, let, let me clear up what happened with the 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 holocaust sort of thing is she need to clear up the holocaust (laughs) (laughs) well this isn't getting monetized Uh, um no no, like what her comments were it was i'm gonna paraphrase you guys can look it up look it up you can look it up but she uh, to paraphrase said that essentially what the um uh 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 what the people are going through in the Gaza Strip, uh, what what they are going through is like being in a concentration camp, is uh, what she said. That okay. was the illusion she made. <clears throat> okay. So I think I think Spyglass took that and ran with it, and we're like, you are not going to compare this to that, and if you compare this to that vis-a-vis you are saying this is like the Holocaust, which it's not. So you are being anti-Semitic and you're fired. Yeah, see. I think there was lots of leaps right, of logic right. happening This kind here. of brings us back to, this makes me think about um, what's-her-face from uh, Star Wars. Uh, mm, the mm, former mm-hmm. MMA fighter. Yes, 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 yes. Forgot her name. Uh, Gina Carano. Carano, yeah. So Gina Carano got... Uh, Canceled canceled quote-unquote because of this because of a similar thing yeah you're gonna hear a lot of noise that's okay food's here <laughs> and so you can make as much noise as you need to make because food's here uh. so gina carano got kind of got canceled for a, a a similar idea which is to compare the holocaust to something else mm-hmm. the thing about it is though she compared yeah. like that's apples and oranges, my friend. Right, but but what the the point that I guess that I'm trying to make is like using the Holocaust as a comparison to to an atrocity. I how can that be anti-Semitic? Yeah, she does that every time somebody comes back. <laughs> this is really underlying the very serious point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> we're talking or about the Holocaust, rather not underlying <laughs> undercutting. Yeah, we're talking about the Holocaust over here. So, uh, comparing because obviously us in the West mm-hmm. and Western media, the idea in America where we are fully backing Israel right at all times, no matter and, what, and fully, fully backing atrocities. Um, oh, well, <laughs> well, I shouldn't say not over there. I'm just saying like America in has general, a history yeah. Of oh, sure. Atrocities, committing atrocities, committing. Yeah, uh, not in a while. Not in a while. It's been a little bit of time well, where we. It's been a while, it's since, been a while. since we've committed atrocities. We've, we've gotten out of the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. We just do them behind the scenes now. You know, we're not up front and center with our atrocities. Proxy wars. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, yeah. Comparing anything to the Holocaust, 
I, I it, you know, it's it's it. You, you, people say it's like, oh, it's like a slippery slope, to, but it's but it's not though. Like you saying that she's anti-Semitic. That's a crazy leap to make. She's anti-Semitic for comparing this one thing. Well, I wouldn't even say like like the reason I brought up Gina Carano was because yeah. I wouldn't call her. I wouldn't call Gina Carano anti-Semitic. No, I would call her. She's a fucking idiot. Sure, yeah. And 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 the point misguided. That she was, yeah, and and the things that she was trying that she was definitely undercutting the importance and the significance and the impact of the of, Holocaust. Of the, Holocaust. the actual Holocaust. But yeah. if you're comparing the atrocities that are happening currently, mm-hmm. where if you're to believe everything that you're seeing, like these yeah. people who are dying, these these hospitals that are being blown yeah. up, these these people who are trying to live normal lives and are basically living in a war zone. Yeah, these the literal water, ethnic cleansing the, that's wa- happening. Water's the, cut off. Yeah, power's cut off. The, you know they're bombing uh, uh, hospitals. Yeah, I don't think that it's a huge leap to say to compare that to the. Holocaust. I don't think it's so not either. on the same level of of six million people dying. Sure, but and, yeah. It, you want to talk about a slippery slope? That's a slippery fucking slope. If we act like this isn't happening, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then to and then to turn around and then once once there is no such thing as Palestinian people, then we go, oh, how could this have happened? <laughs> oh no, it's happened again. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's again. It's, it happened. What are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, we and, tried to stop it, and then and then to, it didn't stop, and for, then, for and con- then six million people died. <laughs> for context, what Gina Carano. Uh, was comparing to the Holocaust was how right wingers were being yeah the right wing treatment of of right wing celebrities she's sure. a fucking idiot yeah I well, still don't think she's anti semitic I don't no, think she said anything not. about Jews uh, yeah no that that didn't the have Jews. anything to do with anything right um, let me let me tell you I I actually just saw from earlier today uh, Melissa Barrera on her own uh, IG posted to clarify some things so okay. I, I feel like I should. Give yeah, her side yeah. of the story yeah, yeah, yeah. now that I've given spy glasses. Um, she says, and I quote, First and foremost, I condemn anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. I condemn hate and prejudice of any kind against any group of people. As a Latina, a Latina. proud Mexicana, Mexicana, I feel the responsibility of having a platform that allows me the privilege of being heard. And therefore, I have tried to use it to raise awareness about issues I care about and to lend my voice to those in need. Every person on this earth, regardless of religion, race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, or socioeconomic status, deserves equal human rights, dignity, and, of course, freedom. Mm. I believe a group of people are not their leadership and that no governing body should be above criticism. I pray day and night for no more deaths, uh, for no more violence, and for peaceful coexistence. I will continue to speak out for those that need it most and continue to advocate for peace and safety, for human rights and freedom. Silence is not an option for me. And that's it. Okay. Well, I mean, basically, she stand ten to- stood 10 toes. That's what she did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I respect it. Which I think is, is, is clear and clarifying. I don't know why Spyglass felt they needed to fire the star of their multi-million dollar franchise. Yeah, I, I don't understand When that. if she could have even said that to them, which I'm sure they had a conversation. They had yeah. to have had a conversation. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they just straight up just fired her. Cause like it, that it, is the, wild to me if that happened. It feels like that was the course of action. To, uh, uh, <clears throat> if you, if you, the abruptness of, of her firing after after her saying what she said or, or posted what she posted, the abruptness of it yeah. really 
screams that they screams. No. <laughs> screams that they just made and this is the same thing not the same thing but this is a similar thing that happened with James Gunn when when mm, he got yeah, caught yeah. up in all those you know he the made some tweets. bad jokes back in yeah. the day and then Disney immediately was like we have to we have to be ahead of this thing and it's like we're so wrapped up in like you want to be on the right side of history all the time yeah but a lot of a lot of that comes down to context and understanding and if you react it, the, the gut reactions of these machines, these yeah. big studios, these like you, you can't unfi- you can't give her her job back. Like the, there's a stain on the franchise now. I mean, you, I mean, you, you can, can give her her job back, but for it's sure. going to take a lot of kowtowing. It's going to take a lot of apologizing. It's going to take a lot. And and the next movie's going to come board. out, and there's and there's no way that the stink of this is gone. Well, I mean, I'm, even with 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 uh, with James Gunn, for instance, yeah. like when 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 Guardians three finally came out, it was like. Wow, what it took to get to this place, and mm-hmm. now he's now he's with DC, and you cannot tell me that part Didn't of the reason that it, yeah. exactly, you know what I mean? Like he definitely. So it, yeah, yeah, it, it it's so di- like we'll talk about it more when you've actually seen the new movies, but it is just so disappointing for me to see like a franchise that really had its feet under its legs again. Well, you're telling me like this, this you know these pat the past. What two, two have yeah. been really good? They've been really good, yeah. And they starred her, right? They did, yeah. And now, and now you fire one of the stars of the mo- of of the resurgence of your franchise. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's I don't know. It's wild. well, a word on the street is that they're completely rewriting it now that uh, Jenna Ortega is out as well. Which no, that's that's a good sign. Rewrite the whole <laughs> which, movie. What she has said uh, is because of uh, scheduling conflicts, but you have to think. <laughs> yeah. That, That's that not little, really the reason. Maybe a little to do with the fact that uh, I mean, she seems. Uh, Jenna Ortega has been outspoken Jenna about Ortega, the Palestinian plight and. Well, well, not just issues. that, but she's 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 had so far a track record of being outspoken about a lot of things and being sure. like uh, uh, somebody that will use their platform to s- voice their opinion on sure, things. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and I respect that. Like. Even the thing about the 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 writing of the character mm-hmm. uh, being outspoken about the fact that like I understand the character you want me to play this character well I'm gonna have you know some opinions opinions on the, yeah and and you know the, the internet hates women so you know she can't have an opinion on sure that kind of, of stuff of course and, not and it's the same yeah. thing it's like these two actresses uh it's it's it, I don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be tough there's gonna be a whole there's going to be a whole section of the internet that doesn't look into this, that doesn't read into it, and just says, "Oh, two anti-Semitic actri- actresses. Uh, of course, they're who they are: young, beautiful people of color, Gen Zers. Yeah, yeah. and and they're anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. Of course, sure. Yeah, without these <laughs> these, these uh, uh, crazy terrorist-loving uh, anti-Semites. Yeah. You know. And 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 we we're, we're just we're just so quick to react. They're rich. To things. Why do they have opinions? Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're gonna have opinions, they're either gonna be Jew lovers. I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> or anti-Semites. I love Jews. Okay. I love the Jews. Yeah. I mean, I I love every Jew that I've ever encountered. That's good. Yeah. All of my all of my closest friends are Jews. Our uh, singer of our <laughs> intro. He's a Jew. Is, he's, he's Jewish. Yeah. He's a Jew. 
Mm-hmm. I found it's it's a lot nicer to say they're Jewish, not that they're Jews. They're Jews. The yeah. Jews. Yeah. yeah, that does sound aggressive. Right? It's like the blacks. It, yeah, I was just yeah. about to say it's like <laughs> <laughs> my my blacks in the back. The blacks. The blacks. You know what's not aggressive though? What the whites. That's just funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can shorten it. Just the little YTs. The YTs. I, I did, yeah, I do that. Yeah. I did that once. The Eats. Talking about, I was, I was talking shit, as I do, on, uh, on sure. Instagram. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, dog. You catch me out here. I'm in, I'm in these comment sections. I'm, I'm talking shit. I'm arguing with people. Sure. Yeah. And I said, I said the whites, and some guy jumped in my fucking, jumped in my face talking about Reverse like, racist. Yeah, and I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> get out of my face. I didn't even say anything about white people. I just, I just shortened it to the whites, the which whites. is really yeah. funny. Yeah. And he got all up in arms Did about it. you get some it. likes? Of course, of course, man. Every okay, time good. I fucking argue with people, I get, I get not to toot my own horn, but I, you know, I'm with the people. Yeah, I'm with yeah, the people, yeah. and I say what the people want to say. Exactly. Yeah. So I get hundreds, sometimes thousands of likes. Wow. I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You want good. me? I've got screenshots of the thousands of likes. I've only because I am dozens. super vain. <laughs> I've only ever gotten dozens. Oh, I've That's gotten far beyond hundreds, baby. Yeah. People are like, this guy gets it. Mm. Oh yeah. Big time. This guy fucks. This guy fucks, and we all know it. Um, but yeah, any hooser. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the internet, I feel like it's important to say the context of what people are saying on the internet. And it seems like for the vast majority, at least on Twitter, which we've spoken as being not a real place. <laughs> yeah. So take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, people are really backing uh, uh, both of these actresses. And are that's good. Are really pushing back against the franchise itself, saying if things don't change, if they don't bring these actresses back, they're gonna boycott the movie. Yeah. And um, actually, funny, funny, I bring that up. Funny, you bring that up. <laughs> but the director of the film tweeted um, a response to this entire thing, and it didn't go well. Ooh. Ooh, what did he say? It went quite poorly. Uh oh. Let me pull it up. You vamp for a minute. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up. I'm sure it was like, listen, listen. We all feel that the Palestinian people are are uh uh they are real people, contrary to popular opinion. But but the Israeli people, they have their stake, they have their claim to the Gaza Strip. And I don't want to hear anything else about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this controversy any longer. Now watch my movie when it comes out next summer. Yeah. That's what I believe the context of that tweet is. So the, the director's uh, Christopher Landon, a director I have a lot of respect for. Uh, wow. Really? I mean, wow. What else has he th- done? This current situation notwithstanding. He, he was the director of the... Um, Hate it. <laughs> Uh, the uh the 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 um he directed all of the happy death day movies oh okay all right yeah those and then the one uh the other one that he made about the slasher that they switch bodies with the freaky friday or freaky it's called freaky 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 yeah so he, he did those three movies, all three of which I think are modern, uh, fantastic examples of horror. 
A lot of fun. Okay. I think he's a perfect fit for the Scream franchise, all things considered. All right. However, however, <laughs> he did stick his foot in his mouth. Uh-huh. Uh, his tweet goes as follows. Uh, this is my statement. Broken heart emoji. <laughs> Every- That's it? Nope. Everything sucks, period. Stop yelling, period. This was not my decision to make, period. That's it? That's it. Which he went on to delete. Here's the thing, man. You don't get to make a statement and then say nothing. Nobody wants to hear the... Nobody. Not my fault. Exactly. We're, I'm, I'm getting so sick and tired of people jumping into controversial issues like this. Maybe the most controversial issue in our Modern generation's history. history. Yeah. yeah. And then to jump in and be like, everyone stop fighting. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, that's not good enough. It's if not you're my gonna, fault. Dude, <laughs> if you're going to voice an opinion, pick a fucking pick, side. Pick a side. You have to. You don't you don't get to jump in and then and then be like everyone, let's just stop. No. I want peace in the Middle East. It's worse No, no, no. In my opinion, his response is worse than that. Yeah. It is it is so much more like self-protective mm. and mm. weak. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, if he was going to if he was going to say absolutely neutral on the topic, he would have said something like I hope for peace in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, uh, my opinion is X. You know, yeah. and, and I think it's disappointing that we won't have our stars back. But I hope you still come to the movies. Yeah. Whatever. You know, his his actual statement is, I didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, dude, nobody even talked to you. Yeah. Nobody even said anything Stop about you. Stop screaming at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It was a, that's a terrible, 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 ter- terrible. terrible. Terrible response. Terrible and landed. yeah, you gotta you gotta do better than that, man. Way better. You just you just don't say anything. Don't say at at that point, like literally at literally. that point, it's better to stay quiet on it. You know what and the thing is like more people need to understand like the old school feeling of like just don't like it's okay to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's okay to just shut the fuck up. You don't have to. You don't have to voice your opinion on everything. You can just be quiet. Like, listen, we started this podcast because we wanted to talk. Because we can't shut the fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're gonna come at me or Adam about our opinions on something, we're ready for that because we we're doing this because we sure. want to. This is we have fun doing this, yeah, yeah. right? But we're ready for it. Yeah. Because we're, we're we're asking for we're, it. Literally, we acknowledge <laughs> the fact that we are putting our opinion out there. Yeah. But. When no one's asking you or you're not prompting it, like, you don't have to do it. You don't yeah. have to say anything. You don't have to jump into these controversial things. You don't have to do this. Or, or, if people, because I assume people were asking him his opinion on this. But, but even if they were, like, you don't have to give you, like, you're in a place, you're in a position That's where, like, you point. don't owe anybody anything. That's my point. Is if, even if people, and I assume people were, asking him his position on this entire thing because you know he's the director on this new movie yeah and he had i'm sure he had plans <laughs> at this point <laughs> got plans um you know shut up just shut up about it if you don't have if you don't have something important to say on the subject <laughs> shut up stay quiet yeah just don't talk about it if 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 i were a director a young up and coming director I would look at my favorite directors and I would look at how they handle 
social media, right? Sure. Because yeah. the old school guys are old school for multiple reasons. They're old school because they're just old. Yeah, yeah. And they don't really fuck with social media like Scorsese's that. Scorsese's just on his uh, niece's TikTok or whatever. Right. I think that's or his granddaughter. daughter. I think that's his daughter, dude. I think he had a child. No, no, that's his great great granddaughter. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's his kid, kid. Oh. I think he just had a kid old. Good for him. Right? But same, the, same with the stars, apparently. <laughs> but I, I think that you should look at those guys. It's endearing when Scorsese shows up on his daughter oh, yeah, or granddaughter's it's TikTok, it, right? It's a great, it's a, it's like a, a, a Opening the veil to Oz. Yeah, you know? it's cute. You don't see him out there like that, and then when you do, you're like, "Oh, this guy's like, he seems like a really nice he, guy." He's become his mother, you know. Like, right, his, right. His, his showing his, popping his up, cute old mom, yeah. just like going out there talking about recipes, right? Being in his movies, it's beautiful. It's great. Love it. It's fun, and it's also like, if I want Scorsese's opinion on something, I have to watch his movies, yeah, to understand his artistry sure. and to try to and to try to attempt. To get into the psyche of somebody like Scorsese sure. or Tarantino or uh, Denis or or Spielberg or any of these other great directors, like that Denis first name, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like Seal, yeah, because nobody knows Cher. his last name, <laughs> yeah, uh, Beyonce, <laughs> yeah, anymore McCreary, no, that's his last name, <laughs> um. But just be quiet. Those guys are quiet. Yeah. They 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 let their movies speak for themselves, right? Right. right. You no one no one really because here's the thing. Even if his DMs were filled with these like cause every, every literally every IP, every property has psychotic fans now. If it's popular enough, it oh, has yeah, it has a psycho fan base. Yeah. So even if his DMs were filled with people asking him his opinion on it yeah in the grand scheme of things let me just say i'll just say this from a personal standpoint i even i didn't know what this director's name was i didn't know who it was i had i didn't give a fuck about his opinion on this right brother it would be better than how things are now right i'll tell you that much yeah yeah so if he just stayed quiet just stay quiet sometimes you guys need to just shut up quiet you don't need to say something about it If, if you don't have something good to say about it Shut up. Yeah. I don't mean good as in like positive. I just mean important. Right. Even if you were to take a side and be like, look, I'm 100% with Spotlight right now. I Or Spyglass? Spyglass. Spyglass. I'm 100% with Spyglass right now. You know, I, I think what she said was abhorrent. I fully respect their opinion on shifting gears on this project, and I'm on board. Right. At least that's an opinion. At least we know. That's a stance. It's a stance. Like, make, don't be a coward. Yeah. And I know that's rich coming from us who haven't spoken about the, you know, <laughs> Israeli-Hamas conflict. It's not really it's our... It's not our bread and butter, baby. I mean, if and you want to hear us talk about it, we can talk... We, can we ain't gonna. No other... We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> we ain't gonna do that. You know why? Not tonight. You know why? We just don't need to. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. It's our thing. It's and our what do you, thing. what do you gain from that? Maybe how to feel about us? Yeah, well, that's, you know, that is the, that's the biggest thing is like, this just becomes a litmus test to see how you feel about someone. Yeah. And I'm not really interested in doing that with the larger public. I'll do that with my parents. I I talk to them about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you about it. But 
I don't really feel like having my opinion out there on the internet on this subject. Right. You know why? I feel like my opinion's not unique. I feel like my opinion isn't going to change anyone's hearts or mind. And, you know, for that reason, I feel like it's not important for me to project that out there. Yeah. Just for people to judge me based on whatever preconceived notions they have on my opinion. Right. As simple as that. Yeah. I, I think that. more people should probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I'm just uh I'm to my own detriment, probably more opinionated publicly. Um so that's fine. But I also don't think that I, I agree with you in the fact that like it, it's not we're not saying anything that's uh, so off the beaten path or controversial or that needs to be added to the conversation. It's I'm part not of the reason why, like, <laughs> like if, if you're like so, for instance, like on social media, if if I post something that is like if people are doing like a rally or something or, sure. or a donation and I yeah, and yeah. I believe in that issue. Yeah, I'll repost something like that. But I personally won't repost things that are like you know we stand with this person or or down with this person because like all it really is is like you said like all right this is how i feel about this is me putting my opinion out here but i'm not affecting any change i'm just telling you you are lumping yourself into a group that people have made like a division that people have made so it's basically i hate to say because it's such a right wing thing sure but but it's virtue signaling that's this is the the topsy-turvy world we live in now yeah is like i feel like now we're getting into a place where this cancel culture idea is being flipped yeah and it is now going back to being a right-wing thing in which we're burning books we're can't (laughs) we are uh banning books from schools where there's a unreadable children's book lists. Yeah. People saying that they're trying to put porn in schools. Uh, and, you know. But I think if you're if you're going to post on social media about the stuff that you believe in, I mean, go ahead and do that. Uh, and, and, you know, you'd be ready for the, 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 the backlash that comes with it. But, I mean, I, I'm not telling anybody not to post those things. Definitely, if you feel yeah. like you need to... Express tell people or express your opinion on those things be my guest i'm just saying that like i would rather you try to affect change or be quiet sure have i think the very least you owe people on the internet and i don't think you owe people much it's to have an opinion yeah it's it's it is absolute garbage like literally like digital garbage if you're going to go out there and post something without any meaning. Right, right. You know? Yeah. On on a subject. I mean, if you want to make, like, art. And, no, no, no. We're and, not talking about that. We're talking, we're, we're, yeah, yeah. We're talking about opinions. Don't misconstrue. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about, about actual, opinions. like, giving yes. your opinion on things. You want to share your opinion about something. Issues have an opinion. That are, yeah. That's all I Take ask a of stance. you. Take a Same stance. Same with podcasts. Same with, you know, any, anything else in which you are you're sharing thoughts on something. Have a thought. Have a real thought. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't be scared. Have a yeah. We've been, we've been canceled before, <laughs> my friends, for having opinions and thoughts about Black Superman. Black Superman, and you know, like that comes with, uh, comes with the uh, 
comes with the territory of, the, of giving the your opinion publicly. Yeah, the territory and the freedom of which we have to share this with everyone and, yeah. and anyone. Yeah. You know, we're not we're we're not on like a mailing list in which this is only going to people who will agree with our opinion. Right. And I think that's the beautiful thing about contrary podcasts. to this like echo chamber that people think that we're in. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, when people who are not uh, on quote unquote our side find the podcast and and you know they 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 go in on this it's like well okay obviously you found it so it's not an echo chamber we're not we're not talking to other people who feel the same that we feel and that's the funniest thing too is i've thought about that a little bit and i think that just goes to show that the the uh algorithm brought them there because we probably do have similar interests of some kind yeah you know well like, they're looking up they're looking up what we're talking about. So Superman, at the very least, yeah, they're, like, they're like there's some or, or craft beer or yeah. so, there's something there that brought you to us, mm-hmm. which means we're not all that different. Yeah. You know, like you can give us a try is what I'm saying. Yeah. Unless you don't like black Superman. That's true. You, you need to like fuck yourself. You need to like black Superman. Or you else you can't listen. Fuck yourself. Speaking of black Superman, uh, yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> black Snooperman? Black Superman. Snooperman. Snoop. Thank you. He, I mean, okay. So I'm sure anybody who's on the internet will have seen that he, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg, Snoop Dogg. big Snoop Dogg, Effectively retired. Twitch gamer. Twitch gamer, rapper, producer, yep. actor. Oh, oh, yeah. Bones. You know what's so funny about like him being credited as an actor? He's like one of the worst actors. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's really bad. <laughs> so what was he in? He was in Bones? He was he's, in dude, Training he's, Day? He's in so much Tra- He's shit. in Training Day, right? If we're talking about like good movies he's in, yeah, yeah Training Day, Bones, classic. Bones, yeah. <laughs> no, he was in uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch. He's oh, been yeah. In, he's been in so much shit. Yeah. All right, here's the thing. I'm going to either need you to take over this topic or we're going to pause right here because i got to pee like a racehorse. I'm like, <laughs> like, I've been like moving in my seat. like. <laughs> so go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll cover. Okay. I'll cover for you. So as we were saying, Snoop Dogg, I feel like needs, needs no introduction, really, even though we gave him one. Um, you know, he, he has crossed all, all kinds of, uh, socioeconomic, uh, uh, gender, uh, the racial gaps, everything. Uh, a living legend, if you will. He announced, I think it was about a week or two ago, that he has gone smokeless. He stopped smoke. And immediately, because if, <laughs> if, if you've been living under a rock, friends, Snoop Dogg likes to smoke the weed um and so as one of as one of like the biggest stoners of our generation I'll, I'll say it came to a surprise for a lot of people and uh you know people were sending out like support like this was you know something he struggled with like an addiction kind of thing and uh, some people were were like Saying that this is just going to be a, a a Super Bowl ad, um, but none of that ended up being true. What ended up being true is that he didn't stop smoking weed; he stopped smoke, as in 
stopping the smoke from this highly branded smokeless fire pit. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a fire like a fire pit basically. Um and as you can assume didn't go over so well. No. <laughs> No. One of the worst ways to advertise a product is to take something, take, take someone beloved like Snoop Dogg, take one of the things that people find endearing about him at this point, remove that thing to advertise your thing. Yeah. I think that's an insane. You just tr- trick millions of people, and then once you reveal your product, you're like, ha <laughs> buy it. Like, are you out of your, who, dude? Especially, like, I I thought that there was a chance. Because, okay, let me let me be fully clear here. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Um, I I knew there was zero chance that he stopped smoking weed. Right? There was uh, zero chance. Zero chance. Uh, he stopped smoking. Uh, he stopped smoking weed. Uh, that's Big Snoop Dogg. Uh, He's known for blowing the trees. He's uh, from the LBC. And he uh, wouldn't stop blowing those trees. The 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 stickiest of the icky. The <laughs> the stickiest uh, of the icky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No way he stopped. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It and especially because it wouldn't have gone down the way that it happened on like his initial post. Yeah. I I thought that there would, may have been something to the idea of it being like a Super Bowl ad. Mm. And we just wouldn't have seen him yeah. for, until the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but then I realized we are way too far from the Super Bowl for that to be a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, start, it would have taken way those. too long. Yeah. Way yeah. too long. Th- this is something you see, like, you know, early January. Yeah, we're in, like, the playoffs. Yeah. Around that time, they start hinting at stuff like, oh, uh, there's going to be more Breaking Bad. Right. Hmm, wink. To, yeah, and then it's like. Can I tell you something? Cranston in a I, skull cap. I hate. I hate those ads. Yeah. I hate any time they're like, oh, you know, Arnold's going to be Terminator again. Oh, and yeah. then it's just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's selling yeah. fucking uh, uh, iRobot stuff. But the, thing, but the thing is, like, it's it's always, even when, every time they do it, it's always a product like Rocket Mortgage or sure. like like State Farm or something. Yeah, it's yeah. never anything cool. It's always a company that has deep pockets that pays these guys they to do. do these stupid fucking products. I was going to tell you from behind the scenes of like the advertising world, that's the only reason they do it is because they inherently generally have a very boring product. Yeah. So they need to overdo it on ads that go like over the top yeah. on purpose. In order to get people interested, yeah, to listen to you know, and it's just like a trickle down thing of like, oh, like I'll never think of Rocket Mortgage, but now that you've done a, I don't know, something with Jean Claude Van Damme, I'll be talking about on Monday when we come back in the office, right? Oh, you see that Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme water cooler conversation? What was that about again? Oh, Rocket Mortgage? Oh yeah, okay. And then I'm like, half the time I don't even remember what they're advertising. That's the whole thing. But if it's like, oh yeah, I was thinking of mortgaging my house. Let me go with rocket. Let me look up yeah, rocket mortgage. See, that's yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, they would have been okay with just doing the commercial instead of doing the campaign before the commercial. Just have him po- just post the commercial where like it starts with a close up on his face and he's like, 
I'm quitting smoke. And then it pulls out yeah. to the the fire pit. And then everyone's like, oh, that's funny. That's, that's a funny yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, to do the campaign beforehand, to get everybody involved, to not even allude to the fact that it's an advertisement, which obviously, honestly, isn't that against the law? Yeah. Doesn't he need to post like that's hashtag like a, ad? He needs to say FCC that. That's an issue. Yeah. I thought... For my part, I thought that it was. Um, I think he was advertising an edibles company. That's what I thought he meant by. Me smokers. too, actually. That was the first thing I thought was like, this has to be about like, an alternative to smoke. Yeah. Like yeah. actual smoke. Yeah. Or like a vape thing where like yeah, I smoke weed and and the smoke like dissipates or whatever. It's vapor, actually. Yeah, it's vapor. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I had no idea that it was. He's be making brownies so fucking bland. Yeah. As. A smokeless fire. Now, I will say this. Jesus Christ. What are they laughing? They, they like, it can't be like Shut up, Delmo! There's no way that, that, uh, 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 the, 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 the this, 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 <laughs> this smokeless, um, yeah. uh, fire pit. I don't think, I, I don't even want to say the name. I'm not going to give him more advertising. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I, I was like, I was when when the when the product you don't have no 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 we don't have to do this but what when the product was finally revealed I was actually like curious as to the technology and how they do it yeah so I was like I was like genuinely interested so I was like you didn't need to trick me to get me to be sure. interested in the in the idea of a smokeless fire pit that's that's already interesting in and of sure, itself yeah, yeah. so why they, overdid it. they 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 shot themselves in the foot why why break trust with a consumer base that you don't know? Like you're already starting from a place of distrust. Yeah. Now I'm like every time that you advertise something, I'm gonna be like, well, I don't, I don't know what I'm about to see. Well, and and again, I want to go from a behind the scenes perspective on this um, as an advertising guy. Please do. Uh, as an ad man. As an ad man, uh, I. I think it's especially distasteful to do something that has to do with sobriety. Yeah. Because there yeah, are a lot of I people. Even think about it from that angle. There's a lot of people who patted Snoop on the back for finally giving up weed. And, you know, weed is one of those drugs that's like, ah, eh, you know, it's just a fun time. And, like, I smoked it last night. <laughs> uh, you have a license to do so. Of course I do. Obviously. Yes. Guys, Florida. what do you think? I'm smoking illegally? No. no I would way. never do no that. No way. No way, Jose. Not in this house. Yeah. Um, no way. But. Uh, it's for my glaucoma. Yeah. A, a, a lot of people see it as this harmless thing, but some people get addicted to it. Um and some people have trouble kicking it. And yeah. Some people need to kick it, and so only nerds. <laughs> yeah, if you're a quitter. <laughs> um, but a lot of people like <coughs> kind of you know came out of the woodwork and and were like, "Good job, Snoop!" Like I yeah, I, I did the same thing, and yeah. I used to smoke weed every day, like you said, <laughs> like you told me, like to. you told me to smoke uh, weed every, every day. day. Um, That's actually an eight dog. That was an eight dog. That was an eight dog. Um, but. Uh, to kind of turn that around and be like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm still smoking weed. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah, it, no. It's, it, I, yeah. it's distasteful. I, it, it's something I wouldn't play with if I were writing that ad. I didn't and, even think about uh, it from that angle. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. That's really fucked up. And not only not only is it fucked up to trick people in that way yeah. and to uh, – and to, to, to um, 
use their trust against them. Yeah. But then for the product to be something so innocuous as a as a fire pit, it's just like even more insulting. It if it, I was somebody who was <laughs> sober from weed and thought, Good job, Snoop. Or, I'm proud of you. Or how about this? Someone who needed to get sober from weed mm, saw mm, that mm. in the week that it happened before this ad came out, or yeah. two weeks or whatever it was, and thought, you know what? If Snoop Dogg, the guy who's known for smoke, it's like Cheech and Chong giving up weed, right, you know? Right. If if they can do it, I can do it too. Right, right. right. And you know what? I'm going to stop today because Snoop said he gave up smoke. <sighs> can you imagine how many people in this country gave up weed when he did? I bet it's more than one. Just to come back and it's fucking <laughs> a fire pit. I bet it's more than one. That's wow. all I'm saying. Yeah. At so, least. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 that's the first thing I thought of when I saw the reveal, and I was like, "Yeah, shouldn't do that. You not, shouldn't do not that. a good look. You shouldn't not play with that. You shouldn't play with that." Yeah. yeah. So, that's my two cents. That's tough. That was yeah. tough. That was yeah. tough. Yeah. Because you know they're just having fun. They're just doing a you know dumb little thing. But it's like you're again you're you're um, you're taking advantage of people's trust in you. And uh, I mean, the one thing that you don't do with a consumer base is is lull them into a sense of of, of trust, just to use that against them. Because then, I mean, I think effectively you lose the audience forever. I can't see myself. I mean, the idea again, and I, and I said this like the the, the the idea of it, the technology it's cool. it's, is it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's fine on its own. If, if if I were the creative director, if I were in this in this like initial meeting. And they were like, look, we need a major sponsorship. We're thinking Snoop Dogg. We have this concept in mind. I would say, let's pump the brakes. This technology is cool enough on its own. Yeah. Let's just have him do a straight up ad. Yeah. Simple as that. And again, bing, bing, I think that you can do the same ad. And you can just absolutely do the same. You can do it. You can make it like a music video where there's like smoke coming up over Snoop Dogg and it stops. Yeah. And then he goes, I quit smoke. Right. And it zooms out. Right. And he's like roasting marshmallows on it or something. Yeah. Uh, with my smokeless whatever. Yeah. Boom. Same shit. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, And with Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Well, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. And I think they, uh, I don't know. I think they ruined their product. For, uh, not forever, <laughs> but. No. Definitely not a good start. Definitely no, not a good no. start. I honestly, I don't even understand the technology because I didn't even look into it. I would assume it's like a vacuum that like sucks down the. Maybe it goes. Yeah, maybe it goes down. Yeah. Or maybe it's not a real fire. It's no, it's a real fire. It's definitely a real fire. How can it be a real fire without smoke? I mean, that's the whole. Isn't that the whole point of a fire? And <laughs> <laughs> that the way God made it was yeah, like the whole yeah. point was fire and we're smoke. defying God with where, this where there's smoke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This yeah. this God. I mean, this machine is an open defiance of, of the God. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's devil, the real advertisement. Devil technology. You want to yeah. be in open defiance of the Lord our Savior, of God Himself. Try our smokeless fire pit. <laughs> yeah, there has to be some kind of like filtering system, some kind of like fan so. or something that so. pulls it. There's probably there's probably like mini fans around the edge of it that just push the 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 uh, smoke down and like into a chamber mm. and just cycles. And then it just keeps. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I would I would think as much. Yeah. There's no way to find out. No, there's no way we And can we know. never will know. Yeah. It's probably proprietary. Yeah. Maybe it's like a Dyson. You know what else is proprietary? This beer. Because it was created at Red Light, Red Light. And we're wow. going to review it. Okay. Are you ready to do that? Well, you have to do our one more thing first. Oh, you're right, man. <laughs> and I thought that that was such a good segue. It to... was. 
I'm it was. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I failed. I thought that was a good segue, and I took the opportunity for the segue. Yeah. But before we talk about the beers that I so eloquently got into, that's pretty good. We have to give our cheers of the week. So, Obesius, please tell the people what is your cheers of the week. My cheers of the week goes to a Netflix original series called Blue Eye Samurai. Oh, I've heard, I've heard. Uh, Blue Eye Samurai is a Western animated interpretation of a samurai story. Simple as that. All right. Um, But it is told so well. Actually, the main reason why I ended up watching it was because of Hideo Kojima, uh, who posted that he watched the first two episodes at first. And thought it was a very interesting and unique view on sort of the Japanese historical culture mm. and media uh, as a as a samurai story. And coming from a Japanese person, I said, "Okay, well, he knows his shit. He knows his shit. So, and he knows cool stuff. So, yeah. I was like, you know, first and foremost, the the cool man shit. who made Psycho Mantis and." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, plenty of other <laughs> very cool characters. Yeah, uh, man knows cool characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he he knows his stuff. So I gave it a shot. Started watching it with Sherry, and we've been completely enthralled ever since. He's gone on actually to post again, saying he's like two or three episodes away from finishing it, but he doesn't want to because it's so good. Yeah, and he says like this goes beyond like anime. And it's like super good. Yeah. Um, which you know, settle down, man. But, <laughs> right, 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 right. But it, I understand. Like, it is a very. It, it's interesting to see, in a new style, because it's not anime. It's like, kind of cel shaded looking. Uh, the the animation style, which I know some people it's gonna be a turn off to them. I but don't really like cel shading. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Give it a chance. Uh, it is so stylistic. The action scenes are so well done. The drama is really, really well done. Voice acting's great. Uh, cinematography's great. Animation's fantastic. Um, it feels very tactile, which I appreciate. It feels like it could have been filmed as a live action mm. series. And the story's interesting. It pulls a lot. It's, it. it it very much pulls from stuff that you already know. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Kill Bill in there. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, and name any samurai movie you've ever seen or ninja movie you've ever seen. There's a lot of that. Do you want me to start naming them? No, it's fine. We know. We know. Blind Fury. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, it is, it, it feels in the way like a Tarantino animated film in a way because it like it clearly pulls from a lot of other inspiration but it's its own thing like it has its own flavor it's not so um derivative that it feels like a rehash yeah um and the story is really intriguing it always leaves you on the cliffhanger that you want to continue watching and the character is really well written and it's it, it is it's surprising it's it's super mature there's lots of blood gore and sex and nudity and hell yeah yeah i mean it, it's just it i can't I, i'll go on forever if i if you let me but okay i highly recommend it to anyone who's into specifically like samurai 
film and anime and things like give it a chance even if you're not super into the animated style or the animation style i think it's well worth your while i'm almost finished with it and like uh, hideo kojima himself like i don't want it to end yeah so netflix you got it on this one okay okay Highly recommend it. Far be it for this podcast to give credit to Netflix, but credit where it's due. You gotta. When they do it, you gotta give it to them. Yeah. I will say I've been watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh, yeah. I know I'm a little couple, a couple years late on that one, yeah. but fascinating stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to bore you guys with the details. I will say watch it because it's incredible. Yeah. Um, Is he okay in the... No. No, he's not. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. For everyone involved, including Aaron Hernandez. I mean, he's, you know, the things that he did and, and the crimes he committed are Most monsters are tragic monsters. So. He is. Yeah. Definitely. A, uh, yeah. He is Frankenstein's monster for yeah. sure. Yeah. Created by uh, homophobia, mostly. Yeah. Uh, my cheers of the week is going do it to, you. to meat thermometers. Mm. <laughs> is that a punk band? The meat thermometers? Mm-hmm. No, but I'm going to write that down. Uh, as a as a good band name, lose the th. It's <laughs> thermometers. Two times in this episode. It's great. It's yeah. great. Uh, no, the actual device I think mm, is mm, an incredible mm, device, mm. and anybody who feels like you should just be touching meat or being able to look at it and go, that's done. Hey, listen, if you can do that, I respect your skills. I respect you as a chef. It's easier with a steak, huh? It's easier with a steak. It's, it it is easy. It is, but it's like, but why, why waste the, why? You don't have to do you that. Don't you don't the need to. The technology is there. I am a person, I'm a proponent of technology that helps people who are already doing art, right? Sure. So if you're already somebody who is focused on doing something Yeah, you love AI. No, 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 <laughs> no. But I will say like if you're, uh, well, well, the thing, the, 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 the thing with AI and art is is the fact that like it, it 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 steals and takes and it doesn't come? I know I know you know this. I know you know this. What I'm saying is the difference is like if there was a technology like a meat thermometer, for instance, sure. that helped you in the thing that you were already doing. Yeah. Then that would be different. If AI helped you create the art that you were already working on, like AI being like the tools that you're using to make your life easier is one thing. To completely do the thing. For, if a meat thermometer was a thing that you just, if you just put it in the oven and it pushed it, it seasoned the food, it pushed it out for you when yeah. it came to temp. It, took, like, it oh. took Gordon Ramsay's skill and just like did it for you and then yeah. pushed it and out. Yeah, and just pushed it out and put it yeah. on a plate, then you didn't do anything and sure. you don't get credit for that. And that's why AI is evil. Okay, I'm glad we came around to that. <laughs> but meat thermometers, what an invention. Yeah. What a life to live when you can go. I think they've been around a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, I'm saying... In in my you used to have to like put it in and just see the little dial. Yeah, and nowadays we have the digital ones that you literally wrap out from your oven. That's what I'm saying. What on Wi-Fi you can get on your phone on Wi-Fi you can just be upstairs and be like, oh my meat's to my meat's ready. Here we go. Yeah, what a time to be alive. It's great. And I can tell you that having a meat thermometer was invaluable in my Mm -hmm. turkey journey. Yeah. Um. So shout out to my former mentor who uh, told me everything I know about doing floors and bathrooms, mm-hmm. Jason, yeah. he got me a meat thermometer for my, uh, uh, for, was, I think it was Christmas he got it for me. Mm-hmm. Christmas or a birthday, I don't remember. But he got it for me, and uh, I've been using it ever since. And uh, Very nice. It's, it's, it's changed the way that I've cooked everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, It'll do that to it's you. It's an invaluable tool. Yeah. I bought one for my dad, 
he likes to grill, and I'm like, look, man, just do this. Don't just, worry about it. Just yeah, do this. Yeah, just do it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Here's the deal. It's one of those like it's one of those gifts that I can never have too many good knives. Yeah. I can never have too many good spatulas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I can never yeah. have too many good uh, cast iron skillets. Yeah. And I can never have too many good meat thermometers. Sure. You know? I'll Pe- like add cutting boards to that mix. Cu- too. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yes. I'll take as many cutting boards as you can give me. One million percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. The worst thing is to be to have your meat out and look in in whatever uh drawer you have and go, I'm out of cutting boards. Right. They're in the dishwasher or what do dirty I do? and like well, yeah, what do you do? You yeah. put it on a plate like a savage? No. What no, are you what are you doing? No, no, no. What are you doing? Can't you can't do yeah. that. Can't yeah. Do that. So uh, I guess this could this cheers could be extended to just kitchen utensils in sure. general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, useful kitchen utensils. Useful kitchen yes. utensils, but specifically meat yeah. thermometers. So. Yeah. All right. Amen, brother. All right. Well, now we can review this brewski. So let's do it. It's barley wine. Barley wine. From Red Light, Red Light. Red on the light, menu, it says number one barley wine. So okay. first barley wine or number one barley wine okay. or, uh, or, or or what have you. But... It's the it's it's a barley wine from yeah. Red Light Red Light. Our first barley wine, Obesius. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, I really like it. I'm I'm a big fan of barley wine uh, when it makes sense, <laughs> you know. Because yeah. uh, you know, obviously, it's stronger, stronger, faster, stronger, stronger. Uh, this faster. one, this one is a bit boozy for my tastes. It's I, a barley wine. I know. But I wish it was a little smoother. I'll, I'll I'll say that much. Okay. For a negative. That being said, it tastes how it looks. Mm. Which, if you look at it, it's brown. Uh, it has a nice, like, warm look to it. Mm. Um, and it feels like a nice... It, it. I think it's perfect for the season, mm. right? Yeah. It feels like a nice warm hug. Came out perfectly. I, I mean, it came out around the perfect time. It did, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it feels like a nice... Holiday hug from your family that you haven't seen in a while, yeah. But you're good with, yeah. Not, yeah. Not the, the ones, ones that are the ones you like, yeah. Yeah, the ones you like. Yeah. You haven't seen them in like a year. They're they're finally back for the holidays. And yeah. They give you a nice warm hug. Uh-huh. I think that's what this barley wine's like. Mm. Um, it's that booze. It's the booze engulfing your heart and but, liver. But and and it's hard to say. But like that brown flavor. I don't know if <laughs> you know what I'm getting. at. Yeah, I do. I do know what you're getting at. I mean, it's, it's malty. like malty. Yeah, malty, it's, sweet, it's bready. It's kind of yeah, yeah, toasty. A little like pumpernickel. Yeah, you know that that brown. It tastes. It brown. tastes like brown. Yeah, yeah, which is good. I, yeah. I love brown. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, love, I love I love brown. I love brown. And I, I think this is I think this is going to be <clears throat> a, a real hitter for for red light. Yeah, uh, straight up. I'm I'm gonna give it a five actually. Five. Okay. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Okay. Because I think it does what it sets out to do, which is one of our biggest things. I the only thing yeah. that's keeping me from giving it a five and a half or a six is that I feel like it would be that much better if it was maybe even a just a hair sweeter. Yeah. Just a hair. Yeah. Um, to make it go down that much smoother, yeah. Because it, it's definitely like you definitely get a boozy kick, which I don't mind necessarily, but I think for the beer itself, could use a little smoothness. Yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. I, I and and I I'm I'm on I'm, I'm on the same page. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think that it's <sighs> I think it's great. Yeah. I do. I mean, four and a half. I I, I think it's good. I think it's oh, good. Yeah. It's a good score. 
It's a good score, guys. It's a good it, score. Is, it is. I think it's. I think it's good. I think that it and its final product because I've been tasting it as it's been going along. Mm, interesting. Okay. I think it's in in its final product. It it tastes more like uh uh to go along with what you're saying. I think it tastes a lot like a brown ale or a porter. Yeah, I get that. Like a boozy porter. Yeah. And not so much like there would be. I think with a, with a barley wine, it would be a little smoother. Yeah. The booziness would be balanced out with a, with a sweetness that that made it seem more like I don't know, like bourbon barrel aged, quote unquote. Right. That that would would kind of give it like this 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 um this almost like a um, whiskey yes to it. Like but that. Throw this in like a sherry cask. Yeah. 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 Kidding me? Kidding sherry me? makes casks. I wish she makes everything. <laughs> so I think that that is is she only I w- plays the cello <laughs> and well. Yeah, I think that for red light specifically, and mm-hmm. this is my unbiased opinion, just like trying to remove myself from 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 the from the place and from the sure. from the beer. I think that the things that Brent and Steve do are. Uh, they try to do something unto itself, like mm-hmm. this is the red light version of that thing. Yeah. yeah, and and to me, that is all you can ask for from from a brewery, especially in 2023, when Absolutely. you're when you're looking around and you've like everybody has done everything under the sun. So what does it mean to drink something from a place specifically? Yeah, you know. And so for red light to make a barley wine, their first barley wine, and to do this and to say that this is something, it, it tastes. Not like most barley wines. Yeah. Some people will say that that is a detriment to the, to the beer. That sure. it that 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 it doesn't follow in the same veins as yeah. some of the other barley wines. I would disagree and say that uh, it lives in the same place as all the other red light beers that they that they've done recently. Like you know, considering the uh, the Saipul Pils, the Pilsner, uh, the 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 downstream, the rustic wheat ale. These things live outside of that, and they and they're like, listen, this is our version of that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So, in Can that I, regard, I think it's I think it's a success. Uh, I'll say, as a complete outsider to Red Light, but a fan for a long time, I think Red Light's strongest suit as a brewery is that they make beers that you love or hate. Right, and I feel like that is something that is an identifiable um, identity <laughs> that. Identifiable identity that makes them special, and it, it, it kind of goes along with the sort of punk rock aesthetic, and I appreciate that about them. And I, I, I would never ask for them to make something that was like a crowd pleaser per se, uh, because I feel like that's antithetical to kind of the entire idea. Absolutely behind it. Yeah. So like, make something that you have conviction in, and uh, stand ten toes, baby. And I feel like this one does ten toes. Yeah. Big fan. I think I think this is going to be a hit. I really do. Well, you heard it here first, kids. A five from Obesius and a four and a half for myself. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupo, for Adam, Obesius Rodriguez. Not making the same mistake again this week. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. 